What's up, you guys? Happy Sunday, and welcome back to another episode of Brunch with Des B. I am your host, Des, also known as Des B, and I am here to make your Sunday just a little dab better. And in that motion, you can picture me. I just did a little dab, as I said, dab. So here we go. Happy Sunday. Obviously, the mood is right and the time is right. I'm so excited to come at you guys with another episode. If you guys are new here, welcome. If you're not new here, welcome back. Thank you for continuously supporting this podcast. As you guys know, I show up here every week just to have a damn good time with y'all. So if you could drop me a review and a rating here on Apple Podcasts, or if you're on Spotify, just make sure that no matter what, you're subscribed and share this podcast with someone today. As you guys see by the title of this podcast, we're going to be diving into something that is highly requested, highly requested and highly asked about. And so I just kind of want to overview my experience on birth control, my experience coming off of birth control, my experience with my skin on birth control, my mood on birth control, um, coming off of it, how it changed, how I'm now pregnant, all of the things combined. I just really want to dive in to my experience with the birth control pill as well as an IUD. With that being said, I am not a PH motherfucking D, okay? I am not a doctor. I am not a medical doctor. I'm not an MD. I'm not a DPT. I'm not anything that is doctoral degree, okay? So if you guys are looking for hardcore like evidence, research, fucking journal writings, you're not gonna get that here. What I'm here to do is simply explain my personal outlook on birth control, my personal experience, what I did to help what happened to me when I got off, um, as well as now how I got, you know, how I got pregnant. And so, um, very much, this is just an experience podcast. I'll throw in a little education here and there, you know, what I've learned, what you hopefully should know about birth control, et cetera. But really this is just my experience to answer a lot of questions that I have gotten, um, over the past two years being off birth control. So with that said, I also want to add in one more disclaimer Being on birth control is totally fine. Totally fine. I don't give a flying fuck if you are on birth control right now. I'm not anti-birth control. I'm not necessarily pro-birth control. I'm literally pro do what you need to do, okay? And that's totally fine to be um, not swayed so left or so right, you know, whatever you need to do, everyone is on birth control for different reasons. Um, but again, I'll get into more nitty gritty. A few housekeeping things. Um, honestly, just make sure that you guys are checking out the description links in the um, kind of like podcast description notes. These just help you kind of know what's going on. I put my announcements there, you know, my new bands that are coming out any type of releases, um, any educational links, you know, where you could find more. Maybe I'll add in some previous YouTube videos I've done to talk about things um, and all of that. So if you ever have like some additional questions or want to know where to find me um, other than Instagram, which is at DesB, you can find me on here, my website, my app plans, my fitness plans, uh, my YouTube, my Twitter, All the good stuff is always in the description links. So without further ado, again, please drop me a rating and review and let's get into the podcast. All right. 
birth control. So again, this episode is going to get pretty, um, could get pretty rated R, maybe not rated R, maybe PG-13. Um, you know, we're going to talk about things in my experience and I'm, I'm not here to candy coat anything. Um, I'll tell you guys straight up what I did when I was on things, how I felt when I was on things, um, how I felt when I was off and all the, the ins and outs. Um, one thing I just want to make sure that you guys know is that everyone has a different experience. And I know that's said over and over again. And you're like, okay, like I fucking get it, but it's so, so true. So what works for me might not work for you. Uh, my experience might not relate one fucking bit to your experience and that's okay. It doesn't mean either one of ours doesn't add up or doesn't make sense or like you're lying or I'm lying. Nothing like that. Okay. Everyone's body is so different. Although we have the same everything, everything in our body. Think about it. We have the same thing. You have a heart. I have a heart. You have lungs. I have lungs, um, veins, arteries, same makeup. We are still so different. It's it's actually quite amazing when you think about it. So I want to take you guys back to my experience first getting on birth control, right? Because I, I feel like I need to start from the back and move forward. Um, I can't really get into it much further than that. So go back to, oh, fuck. I lost my virginity when I was, wow. Let's start right out of the fucking gate. Listen, I lost my virginity when I was 15 years old. Looking back, I look at 15-year-olds right now and I'm like, how are you having sex? Because I realize how young I was, you know, and how how little we are, but we feel so old. You know, freshman in high school, you're like, oh, I'm the shit, bitch, and you're not. <laughs> so I lost my virginity at 15 years old. Um, I will say it was not a great experience. And I'm only saying that because I feel like heavily we've been kind of sharing sex trafficking, sharing sexual assaults. Um, and more, and more women are apt to talk about it. And I will say I was very much um, forced into my first time. Um, my fucking psycho boyfriend at the time, who was three years older than me, um, came over to my house when my parents weren't home, literally with a towel. Imagine that, you're 15, and your boyfriend that you've been dating for maybe a month comes over with a towel. Mind you, I've not done anything before this experience. I've not been fingered. I've not been gone down on. I've not done anything to a boy. Um, Balls of the wall. So again, only sharing that because it's scary as a woman, especially a young woman, to, to say stop. And even if you say stop, you might be like, hey, like, can we stop? Can we stop? And... I just want to remind you that like, no matter your age and let us all ingrain this into our future children, uh, men or, or women that we're allowed to say, get the fuck off me. And we're allowed to say no. And if that results in calling the cops, um, calling your parents, call, you know, calling whoever, I think that that, those are conversations we need to have with our kids. Um, letting them know, Hey, I know you might think I might beat your ass and we'll have a long chat after, but you need to call me when this goes down. So anyway, again, very dark way to start off the podcast, but I just wanted to be very vulnerable about that because I think a lot of people also picture first times to be so fucking magical and just like, oh my God, he loved me and (laughs) I loved him. And it very much wasn't that way. So I started having sex with my boyfriend. And, um, after the first time we only did a 
like a few more times before he got crazy again, showed up at my house at night and, um, all these crazy things. And so my mom forced me out of the relationship, which at the time I was like, what? And now I'm like, thank you. (laughs) So my mom found out that I was having sex. That's what it all comes down to. She texted me and she's like, Hey, heard through the grapevine that you are sexually active. So, you know, I tried to lie as we all do to our moms and she found out she's like, you know what, this is important. We need to get you to a gynecologist. So here we are 15 years old at this time. I think I, by the time I was 16 going for my first checkup and my doctor asks if I'm sexually active, obviously at this time, my mom knows, so I don't have to lie. So I'm like, yes, I am. She goes, okay, well, how are you preventing it? And I was like, uh, like condoms. And she's like, well, something a lot of people do, um, is take birth control. This can help with acne, especially as you're, you know, continuing to go through puberty. A lot of people take it for acne, um, and it helps to prevent ovulation, which then in turn, um, since you have a period, you can avoid pregnancy. Obviously it's like 99.1% active or whatever the rates are, you know, you have to take it at the same time every day, blah, blah, blah. So from 2000 and what would it be? 2009, I started taking birth control, took the pill for shit, six, seven years. Crazy, right? I set an alarm every day, 10 PM motherfucker. I was popping that pill. I'm like, I'm not getting pregnant. Um, and through this time, went through high school, obviously continued to stay sexually active. Um, so I continued to stay on the pill at this point. It did help me a little bit with my skin. I had very troublesome skin going through puberty. My sister would make fun of me call me pizza face. And I was an athlete, you know, I was just always sweating. I didn't really know what, what hygiene was yet. Like I really didn't understand the skincare and how to clean your pores and how to properly bathe. Like, I know it sounds stupid, but when you're young, you're like, let me just jump in the fucking shower, shimmy, shimmy, put some soap here and I'm good. So once I was on birth control, I kind of, I did ask my doctor as I continue to go to checkups, you know, what is it? So birth control, also known as the pill. At least that's what I did. I never took the depot shot. I never did a patch, nothing. I only took the pill. The pill is a pill, obviously daily that you take. It works and changes the way that the hormones are distributed throughout the month. Um, so as you go through natural phases of the menstrual cycle, you kind of combat these with unnatural hormones to um, prevent ovulation. So instead of releasing that egg, during the monthly cycle. So usually ovulate about 14 days, um, like, or halfway, let's just call it halfway between your cycles. Your birth control pill is kind of a combination pill with different mixes of hormones and estrogen and progesterone, um, to kind of ensure that there's no egg to be fertilized. It also thickens the mucus around the cervix. So it makes very difficult for sperm to actually enter the uterus and actually even reach any eggs. So even if say that sperm tried to get through, which is why most people raw dog it when they're on the pill, even if you do that, the uterus um, or the cervix is a little bit thicker. So the uterus almost will be like, no sperm, back the fuck up. During this, um, the, the hormones in the pill can also affect the lining of the uterus, making it difficult for that egg to actually attach to the wall. So say that the egg got implanted. Well, okay, fuck. 
it might not attach the wall. Therefore, if it doesn't stick, it comes out. Get it? So during this time, you usually get about like a 21 or 28 day pack. You follow the same hormones for about 21 days, depending on the pack. And then you stop the pills for about seven days and you take a pill. That's kind of a placebo pill, also known as like a sugar pill, right? Sometimes you can keep going in your pill cycle. So um, say you get to that sugar pill, you're like, fuck that. I don't want to bleed. You can start your new pack right away. um, And then you kind of like won't have a period, period, right? (laughs) Because your actual flow is almost fake. So we have to think of it. Our body is almost tricking, or I'm sorry, the pill is almost tricking our body to say, hey, you're ovulating or you're, you know, you're ovulating, but you're like, already pregnant. So it's, that's kind of the best way to break down the pills. The pill is telling your body you're pregnant to where it fights off the ability for you to get pregnant. Make sense? Anywho, so different kinds of pills, you can get different kinds of progesterone levels, different type of doses. Um, and again, a lot of these affect ovulation, meaning that you don't have it. Um, so during this, you know, about nine out of a hundred couples who rely on the pill typically have an accidental pregnancy. So a lot of this can come from missing a pill, um, or taking one even a little bit later, especially if your body is very sensitive. So you should really be taking condoms. (laughs) Don't just rely on the pill. There's always that 1%. Um, however, again, you have to remember the pill does not protect you against STDs. So again, between abstinence or using condoms, guys, if you're not in a solidified, hard-ass relationship, you should not be raw-dogging your shit with a bunch of guys. In this, I don't think, I think the STD stigma is very hard because there's things like gonorrhea. I know some friends who have had gonorrhea in college, and they're the cleanest people I know. So the stigma of STDs, STIs is very like makes you seem like a slut or a whore. If you are out there and you're like, bitch, I had gonorrhea too, or I had chlamydia or I whatever, um, you know, you're, you're not dirtier than someone else. It's just, it's our responsibility to continue to be tested. Know if we have something or not have something to protect others. But again, use a fucking condom, get tested, especially if, again, you're not married, you're not in a solidified relationship, you're kind of messing around, and that's totally fine, but just be smart. So that's what the pill is. Um, again, you can have a lot of different side effects as well. Blood clots um, can very much happen, mood changes, a lot of nausea, headaches, sometimes dizziness, you can get breast tenderness, as you would like with a period, and you can obviously have some irregular menstrual cycles. This is more common, though, with like the mini pill, which is just like a lower dose of progesterone. So while I was on birth control, um, I remember going to the good old Walmart and I'd pay my $9 a month, pick up my fuck pills, and then I would go back home. So during the pill, you have to think my last natural period, I got my period in the seventh grade. So say 2007, 2008, And then part of 2009, I was like naturally hormonal, right? During this time, again, I was an athlete. So my periods were bobbing up and down, very everywhere. And during this time, I'm going to be very vulnerable. I didn't use a tampon until I was, I think, a fucking sophomore in high school. I was terrified to shove one up my hoo-ha. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't really fucking know how to do it. Didn't really know which hole was what. 
And again, that comes from sex ed and me just like zoning out and not really learning like how to implant an actual tampon. So again, vulnerable time, but I'm just being real with you guys. I literally would play on the varsity volleyball team with a fucking pad on during some of my games. And I'll never forget it. I was always so scared someone would see it. The only thing I had going for me was that I had a very light cycle because I was so active as a kid. Um, so I didn't like have to wear the fucking boat looking tampon or the boat looking pads, but baby, I was packing (laughs) anywho. So fast forward, I'm having sex. Obviously I'm using birth control. I got to be honest. Also for me, always used a condom. I know some people are like, really? What the fuck? Like you're on birth control. Why, why would you use a condom? I was just terrified. I was terrified. I had way too much going for me. I knew I wanted to go to college for volleyball. If I got knocked up, I'd be like, oh shit, you know? So fast forward, I have natural hormonal cycles. Once I'm 2017 in, right? You have to remember, I don't remember what a natural cycle is. You know what I mean? I don't know what it feels like again to be hormone free, so to speak. Okay. So by the time I'm 2017, I'm just like having all of these kind of weird symptoms that I start to kind of, kind of feel like, why am I always sad? Why do I, why do I feel like I might be bipolar? And again, that's no shade to the people who actually struggle, but I just didn't know what the fuck was going on with my body. So I get to 2017. Um, and I'm like, you know, maybe I should go off the pill. Maybe I shouldn't at this time I'm dating Wyatt and we're having sex and very much if he would have knocked me up then I'd have been like really concerned because I would just be have been have been really young however 2018 comes around and I prep to go pro I knew I was going to start prepping in February of 2018 so in January of 2018 I went and um or oh I'm sorry back that up 2017 I went and got a um, IUD. So I said, you know what? Fuck the pill. At this time in 2017, I had like forgotten to take it about twice for the first time in my life. Forgot to take it. However, I was so sick. So fucking sick from taking the two pills like the next day. I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't like set an alarm for 10 PM at every night um, and remember to do it. You know, I can't, I just can't be doing that. Can't be doing that. So I end up getting an appointment and I go and get an IUD. Luckily it was covered by our insurance. And that's the only reason I went through with it because it was like, it was free. So I go in and I get the Mirena IUD 2017. Okay. January, 2017. So Mirena is an intrauterine device. It is T-shaped. It's actually just a piece of fucking plastic inserted into the uterus, and then this provides birth control. From here, this is how the progesterone hormone releases into the body, again, combating pregnancy. There are Mirena, Skyla, and Liletta, I think is how you say it. They're all IUDs, um, but Skyla, is technically the smallest one. So typically with um, the IUD, the progesterone releases the small amount of hormones into the body to prevent the sperm and to fertilize eggs. It's about 99% effective. 
It lasts for about three to six years. You have to get it um, inserted and removed physically. Um, and like I said, it contains progesterone. The benefits, the side effects, acne, it says here, it's unlikely to be affected. Headaches, unlikely to be affected. Weight, unlikely to be affected. Menstrual ch- menstrual changes, you may become lighter with periods or not have one completely. It could help also reduce symptoms of PMS. So again, this is not the birth control implant. This doesn't go just in your arm. This is literally implanted in your uterus. Okay, you can look it up, Marina IUD. I got one. And first off, motherfucker, the, ma- the amount of pain to get it put in is unbelievable. You guys can tell me if I'm a pussy, but I know I have a pretty high pain tolerance. And if you've gotten the Mirena, or I'm assuming any IUD in, the way they have to put it in, oh, fuck no. Worst pain of my life. Remember it to this day. So I got on the IUD. All right, it's 2017 January. All of a sudden, it's March, April, about three, four months later. I start getting terrible, terrible acne down my back of my shoulder blades all the way to my lats. Literally to the point where if you've ever seen like a dude roided up at the gym, that's what I looked like. Like I was so embarrassed to wear tank tops. I was embarrassed to wear my bikinis. Um, Luckily at the time I was not competing. I was into my off season, so I didn't have to wear a bikini. But like for summer, I had terrible acne. I started getting bad acne kind of on my chin and on my neck. And so then I didn't have a period ever. Like I, I just didn't have a period. Which all in all, fucking great. Love that. The one thing that gave me anxiety about Marina is that it has this little like fishing wire almost that comes off the end of it and it kind of stays in your vaginal canal. So you're supposed to shove your fingers up your vagina and feel to ensure that it's still planted in the right place. Well, let me tell you guys, I don't have a good track record for shoving my own fingers up my vagina. And again, something that I feel like a lot of women can't do, but everyone acts like they like do it. It's hard for me. I get fucking gaggy. I get nauseous and I cannot, I can't do it. I don't know why. Can't fucking do it. Okay. So to check it and see if it was still there, I would literally have to ask Wyatt if he felt it (laughs) because you, if it can, if it can become off centered in your uterus, it can attach to a wall and actually cause you to have to go get surgery to get it removed, to get your IUD removed. So it's kind of like a scary thing. And again, that happens very few and far between, but it's that one thing where you're like, fuck, is this worth it? So again, kind of always gave me anxiety when we would have sex too, because it would just be like, okay, I hope you didn't knock it out of place. And again, I know the uterus is way up there, but it's like, that's all you can think about. So during this time, I'm starting to get my acne. White and I are still sexually active together. And I will say, And again, I'm being very vulnerable, being honest. It was really nice to not use condoms. At this time, Wyatt and I were ride or die. It's him and I, right? No one else is in this relationship. 
at this time, we both knew we were STD free, STI free, all this shit. Just naturally, you know, getting tested and being sure we were safe in college. So we're ride or die. You know, we're good. So I'm like, you know what? If we want to not do condoms, like we don't have to. We would do the pull and pray sometimes, but a lot of times I'm just going to be, again, very transparent with the Mirena and how effective it is. I didn't give a fuck if uh, we popped off. Do you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And again, just being very honest about my experience. So during this time, I really liked that. However, I wasn't getting a cycle and Wyatt and I were starting to get pretty serious to the point where I was like, I hope that I'll be able to have kids. You know, I was already competing. I was already kind of doing some weird shit to my body in terms of just how hard I was dieting to where adding in this hormonal mix and thinking about how long I'd been on birth control, you know, at this point, it's been almost eight years, nine years. And I'm thinking, okay, like, you know, I, I should think about this. I really should. I want to make sure that I'm in the clear to have children one day. So 2018 comes around, January, and I'm about to prep to go pro. I immediately decide before going pro, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to deal with hormones during this prep. So I want to get, I want to get off birth control. So I went to go get my Mirena removed and I just went completely hormone free. Um, from that, from that, from the get go, I will say Wyatt and I did talk about it because, you know, he is, he was still my boyfriend at the time and we were active in sex. So I wanted to ensure that he understood why I was going off birth control and how we would need to prevent pregnancy going forward. And again, very much respected my body, respected my decisions. We will do what we have to do or abstain as we need to abstain. And then we'll go from there. So got it removed. Let me tell you, getting it removed, a lot easier than getting it shoved up there. That was great. So I got it removed 2018, January. Fast forward, I'm, you know, I'm prepping, I'm blah, blah, blah. Get to about October of 2018. And I realized I still hadn't had a period. During this time, I had started to supplement with Alani Nutrition Balance which is a fertility promoting supplement as well as a hormonal balance supplement. And I also started taking care of my skin in 2018 with Tula Skincare. My 2018 goal was to get into a skincare routine. So as I came off birth control, I started Tula Skincare. And then about July, when balance like literally released, I started taking it. Come to October, I realized, damn, you know, I still haven't had a cycle Um, I'm a little concerned. This is post shows now. You know, I've already gone pro. Life's great. What's going on? So I call my doctor and they're like, okay, well, we kind of want you to get some blood work done just to ensure everything's okay. I'm like, you know what? Not a bad idea. So I'm going into getting my blood work to get my blood work. And I'm, I've been now on balance for about two, three bottles. I go in to get my blood work and I'm like, oh, I have to pee before I go in. Boom. Period. Period. In the fucking doctor's office. I'm about to get my fucking hormones checked to make sure I was still working naturally. Boom. Got my fucking period. Hell yeah. It was literally an answer from God. Like I was crying. It was amazing. It was amazing, amazing experience because that was the first period I'd had since technically 2016. 
because once I got my IUD in, I did not, I did not menstruate, not spot, not one thing. So it was pretty fucking awesome. A few weeks later, I get engaged. <laughs> awesome. So fast forward then, um, I'm in again, I'm saying October. So I've been on balance for a few months, got my period. My face starts going nutty. I mean, nuts. I had the worst bout of acne and I've shared quite a few transformation photos guys on my Instagram, um, as well as even pictures in my YouTube video kind of discussing balance. So I will link those, but I was having terrible, terrible acne. I also noticed during this time that I started becoming very, very emotional. I started being very like isolated, started noticing almost like bouts of depression. And again, I hate using that word and just throwing it around because depression is very serious, Um, but it is also relative person to person. So I was in Florida, living in Florida, having these ups and downs. Now, during this time, I had just gotten my boobs done a few months before. So everyone's in my DMs, you know, could it be a breast implant illness? Could it, it be this? You know, it's probably your boobs. It's probably your boobs. It's probably your boobs. It's probably your fucking boobs. Probably your boobs. Probably your, they, they, a lot of people probably just thought it was my boobs and respectfully. So because of all the information that was going out and other people's experiences, very great thought. Okay. hundred percent. And don't get me wrong. It ran through my mind. However, I know my body and I knew what was kind of going on and I could tell it wasn't a boob thing. This was a being on hormones off, being on on and off hormones now for nine, almost 10 years. And now starting to get that post birth control syndrome. syndrome. So this is kind of like, um, I don't wanna call it a made up thing, but it's not necessarily like a hundred percent like a thing. I don't know. People, I think people just use it to talk about post-birth control. So it's kind of like a constellation of all these symptoms that women's experience when they discontinue birth control. And typically it happens about four to six months after discontinuing birth control. So I started seeing mine, um, So I started having kind of um, a little bit of cystic acne, acne in general. I started getting headaches. I noticed a lot of depression. I started getting a lot of anxiety, changing my bowel movements, um, a lot of gas, a lot of bloating, a lot of gut issues. I felt inflammation in my body. Um, I had a huge brain fog, fatigue, lack of sex drive. I mean, it was fucking terrible. Wyatt and I, for one, at one point, dead serious guys, we, we were kind of also being abstinent during my prep because I didn't want to get pregnant during my prep. Like I literally could not, but I was also coming off of birth control. However, my lack of sex drive also played into this abstinence naturally. And we literally did not have sex for at least seven to nine months. For real, it was a long time. Um, then we got engaged and it kind of like, you know, kicks it up. We're like, what's up? I'm so excited. But it, I started to feel this way um, and I just didn't know what the hell to do. Um, so like I said, I was taking my balance by Lani Nutrition, which has a lot of really great ingredients in it to kind of help 
birth control syndrome without them marketing like that, because that's not the point of it. However, for anyone coming off of hormonal supplementation, it's a great place to start. So as my acne got worse, I started using different Tula products, started to see a little bit of results from just automatically having Tula. Then um, I started noticing my skin clearing up from taking balance regularly at the right dose. So there were some days where I would just forget to take it or I would only take two capsules. So I started going, you know what, fuck this, I need to go hard. So I started taking all four capsules every fucking day at the beginning of the day, started washing my face morning and evening. And if I would work out midday, I would also wash it after I work out no matter what. So I was using a mixture of all these Tula products as well as Balance by Lani Nutrition. Come about December, I started to see a little bit more results. Again, results slowly building, slowly building. Then I get to kind of February. This is now 2019. Again, more results, more results. I'm starting to not use full coverage makeup anymore. I'm starting to um, go out in public without, you know, makeup on. Starting to feel a little bit better, not having to cram makeup on to record my workout videos, you know, all of that. Starts to become March, April of 2019. So again, this is over a year being off of birth control. I finally started to feel normal. And I remember that because I remember it being my birthday and just being like, wow, I feel really good. You know, I feel really great. 24 is going to be an awesome year. That was kind of my thought. Um, I knew I was really wanting to take care of my skin as well because I was getting married then in September. So during this time, Wyatt and I are currently having sex still. Um, and I would have to say my sex drive started coming back up hundred percent. Um, you know, we were pretty, pretty active. Then people ask, to follow that up, you know, well, then how did we prevent pregnancy? We literally used nothing but condoms. I did have to take plan B once just because the condom, <laughs> um, if you guys want to know, the condom came off inside of me. So he had to fish it out. And I'm only, I'm only sharing that because I feel like someone out there that's had to have fucking happened to you. And if not, I'm embarrassed. So please, for the love of God, if one of you guys have ever had the condom slip off inside of you, cause y'all were going way too fucking hard, please email me and let me know because I need to know that I'm not alone. And, and I will let you guys know if anyone replies. <laughs> so anyway, I had to take plan B. Now, one thing I do want to differentiate from guys Plan B is not fucking abortion, okay? Please, please remember that. A lot of people I've seen, goddamn, I've seen threads of people like, you guys want to be pro-life, but you're also pro-Plan B. Plan B, bitch, it's not an abortion. Plan B is exactly that. It is Plan B. The abortion pill or like an abortion is not Plan B. If the egg and the sperm fertilize, plan B will not destroy that, okay? Just want to make that very clear, only because I don't think a lot of people actually understand that. So please, please, please make sure that you are doing your um, research there. Emergency contraception pill is not the abortion pill. 
Okay. Anyway, back to scheduled programming. So I took plan B once. Other than that, we literally just had sex with condoms, had amazing sex with condoms. Totally good. The few times that we might've not used a condom, we would definitely pull and pray, number one. And number two, I would use the app Flow, F-L-O, to track my period. Now, at this point, my periods were kind of like 39 days, 40 days, 45 days. I had very long cycles because, again, my body's still getting used to what is natural. So as I'm still taking balance, because I'm still taking it this whole year, it does promote fertility. Um, As you can tell, guys, I didn't get pregnant off of it. Um, would I say it definitely helped me get my period back, get it controlled, bring down my fucking cystic acne, etc. Absolutely. You guys can see transformation pictures and I stand by those products. Balance and all Tula skincare 100% has contributed to the resurfacing of my skin and the saving of my body. So as I get into March, April, I start taking, um, I'm still taking balance and I start doing Botox. Botox is still really great for the skin. And again, I'm kind of getting into post birth control, what I was doing, because I want you guys to know that there's a lot of things I started implementing in my routine, not just like one and done, right? So I started getting Botox, which I have a full episode on that as well. You guys can listen to it. Um, But during this time, my skin got better. I started feeling more like myself. And again, after that kind of golden birthday of 24, I was like, this is going to be a great year. So I still take uh, took balance for the whole year of 2019, the half year of 2017, um, or 2018, half of 2018, 2019, and then part of 2020. Obviously, once White and I got married in September of 2019, I'm still taking balance every day, still using Tula day and night, same routine, shit's rocking, shit's rolling, my periods are pretty regular, um, there was about a bout of like two months where I actually missed a period at one point, however, I think a lot of that had to do with just natural stress, and again, you forget how your body naturally responds to stress when you are not taking something to make it do something, right, so when I was on birth control, either the IUD when I wasn't having a period or when I was on the pill, your period comes on the same day, no matter what, because you're on the pills to tell you, Hey, it's your sugar pill. Start your period. When you're natural hormone free, um, your body is doing its own thing, right? Like it, it, so when you're stressed, you can have that natural stress and it will prolong your period cycle. Very common. However, again, when you're on synthetic hormones, it won't, it, it, it will not care. You know, it'll keep doing what it's supposed to do. So, um, overall, after Wyatt and I got, you know, back from our honeymoon, all this, we're like, you know what, um, we had the conversation of what we wanted to do for kids. You know, what, what was our idea of being a family? When was this going to happen? How did we feel? What were we thinking? Um, and so we kind of discussed, you know, hey, we're, we're at a position where if we were to end up being pregnant, we're going to be fine financially, together, et cetera. We're, we're good. We can be excited for it. However, ideally, yeah, you know, let's, let's wait a few years. <laughs> well, four months pass. 
And I found out in March that I got pregnant then in February. So right when I got found out I got pregnant, I stopped taking balance 100%. Balance isn't necessarily to be used during pregnancy. You want to make sure that your body is just doing its thing, hormonally doing its thing, and that you're letting your body just chill, okay? Pregnancy fucks you up enough. I can assure you, you don't need to be taking any supplements to make it different, <laughs> So throughout the time from 2009 until really the end of 2019, so that's 10 years, I virtually was casted over with this birth control silhouette. And I say that because, yeah, I got off of it in the beginning of 2018, but it took me almost a year and a half to two years to actually recover so to speak and feel normal and feel and feel the effects that I didn't know I had you know the the emotions what was going on with me all of these things hit me and it was about a six to seven month bout that I had to work through like the depths of that post-birth control journey I know that a lot of people take birth control for different things such as like PCOS um, terrible, terrible acne, et cetera. Like there's plenty of reasons why a lot of people have to take birth control. But what I don't agree with is just the education behind it. You know, why are you taking it? What does your body do to it? What's the side effects? What's the positive? What's the negatives? Instead, you have 14, 13, 14, 15 year old girls going into the gynecologist for the first time and they're immediately throwing them fucking birth control like it's candy. That's the problem that I have because if I would have been told the effects it could have had on my body, I would have definitely approached birth control different, whether that would have been like cycling on and off, um, just not fucking taking it, using a fucking condom, just abstaining, just not having sex. I think to put it into my body to just abstain from pregnancy was just really selfish for my body. I'm very thankful that I was able to take balance, have great results from it, and ultimately get pregnant because I, at one point, was very scared, very, very scared that I would not be able to get pregnant. And you don't know until you try. So I'm very grateful that I did not see the repercussions that a lot of people do. But there's plenty of stories out there of people that have then not been able to ovulate for, for years, people that have just found out that they were then now not fertile, people just struggling with fertility in general. So I think that just making sure you're knowing what you're doing and what you're putting in your body, that's the important part. Um, not necessarily don't do it, get off of it, stay on it, whatever, but what are you doing to your body and how is your body going to react to it? You know, that's, that's the issue that I have with the birth control, um, is just the, the lack of education behind it when it's being prescribed, so to speak. So, um, outside of that, you know, guys, I, again, birth control, my journey, a lot of it was helped by balance and Alani, or I'm sorry, balance by Alani and Tula. Taking care of my skin definitely was something I didn't do to the point where I do now before, 100%. So that was still a major factor in seeing clearer skin, um, getting rid of cystic acne, helping with hormonal acne, helping with blackheads, this, that, and the other. 
skincare, very important, number one, because a lot of people go on birth control to combat acne. Number two, though, was also the ability for my body to bounce back hormonally and find a new maintenance zone. Balanced byline nutrition helped me achieve that. Now, some people might not want to spend money on a supplement like that. I don't blame you. Guys, if you if you're financially taking care of yourself, I don't blame you for not wanting to spend some additional finances on a pill that might not work for you. Don't blame you. However, I will say, if you have the ability to try it, take it into your doctor, get it cleared, and then start taking it. Um, my, personally, my gynecologist was like, absolutely, please take this. Like, let me know how it works for you. Um, called her back, you know, told her it was bomb. Pretty sure she like literally tells her other clients now to use it. So everyone's body will function different and have different outcomes post birth control. But I will say just having the experience of such a fucking downtime post birth control was the gnarliest thing I've ever had. Like I literally did not feel like myself. I did not want to touch Wyatt. I did not want him to fucking touch me. I did not want to barely look at him. I barely wanted to kiss him, but I wanted to be around him. You know what I mean? Like I still loved him, but the physical side of me was so shut off. Um, And birth control just really fucked that up. And I will say too, once I got past that terrible bout of just like the weird depression episodes, I was just like, what's going on? Why am I feeling like this? Why am I thinking like this? Um, why, Why do I want to stay in bed all day? Why do I not want to go see people? And it was just a bunch of really weird experiences that you you have to almost go through yourself to, to understand like how it feels like you couldn't control it, you know, because people are like, uh, uh, like you could have gone and hung out with them, but like, you don't understand. I literally couldn't, like, I did not want to leave my bed. I could not leave my apartment. Um, it was just a weird, mental bow. And then you add in the physicalities of feeling like I was then gaining weight. I was always retaining water. I could never fucking go to the bathroom. Um, I started having a lot of fucking anxiety. You know, it was, it was just terrible. It was a terrible experience. And again, I didn't realize what was going on until it was gone. So a lot of people are like, well, I don't have any problems on birth control. Bitch, I didn't think I had any problems either. The only reason I got off was because I didn't want the hormonal changes in my prep and because I was just like, eh, I've been on it a long time. I know I'm going to want to want kids. I didn't think there was anything wrong with me during the time either, Uh, but it all kind of came out of the wash after I got off of those hormones. So again, you know, do your own research, guys. Listen to your own body. That's, That's the one thing I urge you to do. When I got off birth control, I felt the call to, hey, you need to get off. You know, I need to get off birth control. And I listened to that gut instinct. Um, And lo and behold, I'm very glad now after, you know, two years of being off birth control, I was able to conceive. Who knows if I would have been able to a few years ago, you know? I don't know. So it's very important to just listen to your own calling of your body. Make sure that you're talking to your doctor too. Ask him fucking hard questions. Make them work, make them think, make them give you research, make them give you evidence, you know, all of that and above. Um, Because at the end of the day, like they're the ones that are prescribing you to get on these things. Um, So guys, if you have any questions, you know, let me know. 
feel free to email me. I know a lot of you guys have taken the step to get off birth control. Um, and I just want to say, I'm so proud of you guys. I know it can be scary because we rely on it for unwanted pregnancy, but that's not why we should be on it. You know, it's, that's, we shouldn't just be on it for that. I know that that's naturally what we do, but we need to start also putting our bodies first, especially as older women. Um, you know, we need to be just conscious, smart. And if we don't want to get pregnant, baby, we know how pregnancy occurs. Um, so don't, don't do that. You know, don't, don't play that game. We can all be smart. I mean, again, I'm not pro birth control. I'm not anti-birth control. I'm pro do what you need to do. Educate where you need to educate. Um, share your story where you can share your story. So thank you guys for joining on today. Again, check the description links for some additional information, um, some additional YouTube videos I've done, all the things in the past. Um, but I hope that this gave you a little bit more outlook. Um, and if there's any other like questions maybe I didn't address or something, please, you know, reach out, uh, via email. You can email me or something. Um, and I can try to answer, but again, I'm I'm not a doctor. I'm just sharing my experience. But if for some reason I didn't address something that you're concerned about, you know, feel free to reach out. So, so make sure you leave this podcast a rate and review. Um, again, a little bit more of a boring topic, but I just wanted to make sure I had some references for the future, um, that I, kind of talked about it and just laid out my whole story. So don't forget to email me as well. If you've ever had a condom slip off inside you, please let me know. I'm not alone. (laughs) I love you guys. I hope you have a great Sunday. Go hit your dab pen, grab your edible, grab your drink, grab your mimosa, your seltzer, or like me, grab your lemonade and have a great Sunday.